Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast on SEN. Good morning, everybody. The working week is just about done. If you're joining us for the first time today on this lovely Friday morning, the 12th day of January, uh, Sam Edmund Dwayne Russell sitting in for Kane Corns today. And just on that uh, pipe, you've got to be outraged about something by 9 o'clock. Just a reminder. Got something ready to go. Good. I've got a volcano ready to go. And you're about to get your activated uh, almonds and your activated charcoal and your, and your latte. Got my and your latte. Eight grains of organically grown rice, which he looks, is Kane's normal breakfast. He looks good at the moment, Kane. Jeez, he looks fit. He looks so fit looks at like the moment. He could play again. He could easily, I reckon. No, we're down at Lawn for the Power Call Pier to Pub. Big weekend down in these parts. Make sure you get down here tomorrow to catch a glimpse of just an iconic sporting event. And the Mountain to Surf is about to get underway here as well, Dwayne. Yeah, the, it's a ploy, the Mountain to Surf. Come again? Oh, I think it's a bit of a ploy. Uh, well, what time does it start? Soon. Yeah. So the parents, I parents want to wear their kids out early on a day like today. <laughs> no, if you're on holidays, it's hard to wear your kids out. Wear them out. They'll be going out there to drag them out of the always. Well, <laughs> it's a pretty tough event. That's true. It's a great event, but the amount of kids signed, signed up for it, um, yeah, they're going to be really tired this afternoon. And then the parents can grab themselves a nice beverage on a Friday evening knowing well, the kids are worn out. You know what? Two things about events like this that always impress me. One, the volunteers. They're here all night. They're yeah. here first thing. They do it for nothing just to love it. Love that. And we need them to make it happen. So big tick for them. Second, money. Sponsorship. Power core. These mm. things don't happen without brands and, and businesses putting their, and your their mate, support behind them. And Andrew Westacott, yes. who ran the Formula One brilliantly, and there's a local... Down here, it's got it all up and running. Yep, indeed he does. It's a uh, well-oiled machine, I must say, watching it all unfold before us as the sun comes up watching, over the water. Uh, in fact, it's my son's, the rival business to my son's business is I've got the big van parked metres away. What's that? Well, Moon Mother Productions are putting the whole... So Pivot City Productions is my son's company. He does the staging and the So sound. if their front tyres let down <laughs> at 8.30, I know that you've snuck over to... Psst, no, the, team, the team from Moon Mother do a great job. So uh, Pivot City Productions or Moon Mother, either way, uh, you'll get it done. But it's going to be a, it's going to be huge here. The trampolines, when they're up and running here at Lawn, yep. it's, it's just a fantastic vibe. Obviously, it's a, there's not a spare parking spot to be 
had here in Lawrence. No, but everyone's happy. Everyone's in a good mood. Everyone's on holidays at summer. So there's no, uh, there's no animosity at all in the air about just waiting a couple of extra minutes. So it's, it's all good down here. A reminder of our McCafe menu, our official coffee partner today. Brett Phillips, all things Australian Open. We had the draw yesterday. Andrew Thompson's going to join us as well, the former Saint and uh, somewhat of a mountain to serve veteran down here is going to join us as well. Mike Napolitano looks after the sponsorship and partnerships for PowerCore and the Lawn Peter Pub. And hopefully we'll get Richard Ings on the line as well after the Joel Smith developments this week at Melbourne. Seen him pounding the pavement many a time around the corner here, Tomo. When he, back when he was playing, I think, back in the days as well, uh, he was down here pounding the pavement, Tomo. And then he was on the board for a long time yep. at the St Kilda Footy Club. And how are they going to go this year? You want to ask a few serious footy questions at some stage, don't Well, you? let's get into that because I was on the drive down uh, the Great Ocean Road when this news broke yesterday. The Melbourne Football Club returned to training. And unfortunately, we've got another... Well, I would say deeply concerning turn of events, Dwayne, in the personal and the professional life of, of Clayton Oliver. He did not return to the first day of pre-season training with his teammates and instead has been told by those advising him and looking after him at the moment and those in charge of his welfare too to take an extended leave of absence as he deals with personal issues. So it, it's indefinite. It could be a few days. It could be for far longer than that. But at the moment, the advice... And what Oliver's welfare team consider best for him right now is to actually not be involved in football. So, And that is so unfortunate for a guy who obviously loves the game and all it brings. It is his life. But right now, it is said that it can't be his priority. His health is instead. And he has Melbourne's total support with that in a statement that was released by the head of football, Alan Richardson, yesterday. So we wish him well. There's so much to this. There's so much that we that isn't for us to talk about. Suffice to say that things have have worsened for Clayton in the last twelve months. Yeah, so rather than you know go too deep into old ground, so I I was lucky enough to do the SEM breakfast with him grand final morning. I said on air on the Monday after doing that that uh, Clayton needs a hug. Um, there you could tell from that chat with Clayton, and I was there with him for a couple of hours that there was a disconnect between him and. The Melbourne Footy Club, I said that when I was on air on the Monday as well. Didn't know he had a health issue. And, look, if I want to look at the glass half full here, I mean, we know that his long-term health is the priority. But you think of the long-term contract Alistair Lynch signed with the Brisbane Lions. He had chronic fatigue. So a health issue. I mean, all health issues are a little different. This is a different one. And this is actually, speaking of contract, the first year of his seven-year deal. So he could get this health issue right and then play some great footy. So there's a long, long way to go if you look at, you know, people in Mel- for, for Melbourne's sake right now looking at the downside. Oh, we signed this guy on a long-term mm. deal. Is that going to be bad for us? But, you know, the upside is Alistair Lynch played some great footy when he came well, back. Well, actually, further to that, it's not a... <sighs> It's not a new thing for Clayton Oliver. These aren't new challenges. It's just that it's in the public realm now. We are aware of it. It's um, It has escalated, yes. But there were some similar mm. issues last preseason that he and Melbourne okay. had to navigate so as you, well. So you've done a lot more ringing around than I have. This what is, is the it, latest that you, you've found out? Well, the, the I mean, the advice from the... It's, as is portrayed, the advice from the experts is to not worry about footy for now. Get away from it. It is a big worry. It's a huge worry for Melbourne, just for the welfare of the individual, let alone the football. It just so happens that he is one of their best players. He might be the best Melbourne player of all yeah. time by the time he finishes, and hopefully he is. So for Melbourne as an, as an employer, and more than that, they care for him. They're, they were forever torn between... 
you know, the, the old carrot and the stick, Dwayne, like supporting him because they had to support him. And then, but it got to a point, like you said earlier, where at the end of the day, there are obligations you have to fulfill as an employee and as a player in that football club. And Clayton, for a time, wasn't doing that now. It was a, a, almost football's equivalent of an intervention around the trade period last year where they were never going to trade him. That was the scare tactic to try and shock him back into action, to make some commitments, to change the way he presented, to treat staff and people with respect and, and, and present the way a professional player should. Now, he gave all those assurances that he would, but there are some challenges ongoing for Clayton in the, on the health front as well that, that have been there. And unfortunately for him, aren't going away. And in fact, they're getting worse for the here and now. So all we can do is wish him well. I think... I always thought for Clayton the best thing for him was to be around the football club because yeah. that was the stuff that gave him the structure and the focus and away from everything else. But clearly now the point is we've just got to get some stuff right before you worry about all the other stuff on top of it. Yeah, and that's the way I saw it as well. He needed uh, love from footy teammates the way I read it at the time. It, yep. if, but let me look at it in a different way. Just hypothetically, 50% of footballers maybe is a rough estimate need to get away from footy for a while at mm. some stage. Now, not everybody tells the world, hey, I'm getting away from footy for a while. And not everyone has the same length of time that a while is. I mean, you might need to have a day off mm. from training. You might ha need to have a week off. Some players need to get away for the whole summer. So everyone needs to get away, or let's say half the footballers in the comp, need to get away from footy for a while. So I'm still trying to look at the upside here that Clayton Oliver won if he can just have a healthy life, then we're all going to be happy. But two, if he can get away from footy for a while and, and he gets the right people around him, gets the right help, then there's still a long contract that he might be able to, to fulfil. Yeah, this text is Oliver's uh, issues a result of the hamstring injury and the setbacks or has it been lingering for longer? Well, the hamstring injury last year, because he never had a serious injury like yeah. that that saw him miss so much football, that clearly didn't help. And was a real challenge for Clayton. And we had the hospital issues and him checking himself out and all those sorts of things. That that did make things difficult. Yeah. And for those texting in saying, oh, is it the media's refusal to stop talking about it? Well, I mean, Melbourne put a statement out yesterday. They felt the need to tell the football world that Clayton wasn't there because it would have been picked up on anyway. They felt the need um, here last year in this in this very town when Clayton left tra the, the training camp early to come back to Melbourne to tell people that it had happened as well in a statement. So... Melbourne are updating us in, in real time as well. So it's not like we're generating this as a talk that topic. No, and the question is going to be asked. First day back at training, who's there, Where who's not he? there? So that's going to be asked, and they simply have given the answer to the question, and then everybody can work out in their own mind, okay, well, he's not going to be there. He might not be there for the preseason games. He might not be there for round one. Here's your update. Okay, what what? it's going to be about the players that are on the park for Melbourne soon. And for those saying it's behavioural and not health, it's a combination of everything and far more complex than I'm qualified to talk about and far more complex and private that we should talk about. But it's a it's an amalgamation of all of those things. Richard's in uh, Narry Warren. He joins us on the open line, one 736 Fire away, Richard. Sorry, mate. Good morning to you, boys. Um, I'm a Melbourne fan, and if Clayton needs time away to sort himself out and just worry about himself, then that's really important. But more importantly, the team can just worry about themselves then, rather than this constant, is he in, what's he doing, and, and, and interruption to the pre-season for the team. The team need to bond together and build their midfield around what they're going to do without him in the short term. So let's just get them chance to bond together and, and work together and not have that distraction. I think it's better for both in that respect that he gets his time away to get himself right, and that's very important for him. And it gives the team the chance to bond and get that right so they're ready to go for round one. 
Good on you, Richard. Yeah, so Richard coming at it from the team point of view. Hey, yeah. there's a job still to be done here at an important time of the year, and the less distractions, the, the better. And I was at Geelong when Gazza, Gary Ablett Sr., took half a year off. He retired out of the blue, and everyone was thinking, well, is he coming back? Is he coming back? Was I it was a at, media circus at the it time? It was, and I was at the photo shoot as one of the players the preseason when every fan that was there was only there to see if Gazza's come today. And then the next week... Has Gaza come today? And sooner or later, you know, the fans would start to think, okay, well, maybe he's not coming back. And then he came back. So, you know, these things have happened before where players have needed, for various reasons, to take some time away from the game. Gaza had his own reasons back then. It was because he had another calling in life, and we all understood that Mm. at the time. So, yeah, and he came back as a superb, refreshed, unbelievably good player. Yeah. You're willing to do that for players who are going to come back and kick 12 in a, in a half, though, aren't you? That's so, true. <laughs> yeah, although he did, you know, sort of come back and take a spot that I could have been playing. <laughs> so you, you, I, let's face it, uh, the Gary Ablett uh, full forward option was better than the Russell-Exel oh, combination. I love the story that Brenton Sanderson tells at the time that the bus was leaving Cadinia Park for the G, the T-bus, and he wasn't on it. No one knew where Gary was, mm. and he showed up 20 minutes before the game, asked for a meat pie and a, and a can of Coke, and went out and kicked eight. I love those stories. He has. Well, the story was that he turned up one day uh, when he wasn't expected to play with his bag, saying, I'm I'm right to go. Gazza was, he trained hard, yeah. Gazza. People don't quite understand how hard he trained. He would, if he wasn't out on the track, he would be in the gym, <laughs> boxing. He would be going crazy. So he was a hard trainer. That's why he played such great footy. It wasn't all just natural brilliance, say, hey, I'll go out there and, and do it because I've just got it in my jeans. It was uh, hard work that got him where he got. Yep. So that news from Melbourne Football Club delivered to us yesterday. And Clayton Oliver, at the age of 26, has still got half his career ahead of him. And hopefully that uh, proves to be the case. Billy's in Ascot Vale. Morning, Bill. Yeah, morning, gents. Uh, just quickly, just regarding Clayton's um, contract, if he doesn't come back for a while or doesn't come back at all, for example, what happens with that 70 contract? I mean, does he get paid out at all or is there some more to it? Oh, there'd be all sorts of negotiations with that, Billy. If it got to that, and I'm not saying it will, there's no reason to suggest it will at this stage, a long way from that. I mean, obviously, if we rewind a few months, uh, there were some rival clubs convinced they were, that they were going to get him. So he could be traded. Um, if he decides to step away from the game, then there's all sorts of pack- severance packages and things like that that can be worked out between club and player. We've had a colleague with player step away from the game, oh, it's 10-odd years ago, um, because he was... He had a health issue and couldn't play anymore, and they sorted that out. I think they paid big money to get him down from the Brisbane Lions. Name slips to my mind, but I should know. Dane Beams. Dane Beams. Yep. There you go. Yep, indeed. That that is. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, thanks for the call, Billy. Uh, pretty hard question to answer uh, at the moment. Uh, Dwayne, just as we get to a break, on the other side, you've been fascinated by the changes in the AFL footy ops department, and there have been many over the course of the last few months and where they might go from here. Very much a shared sort of portfolio down there now. Do you think Aaron Phillips, Joel Selwood, so Aaron, Aaron Phillips, Joel Selwood, Josh Marnie are now with Laura Kane Footy Operations Committee doing the job. Jeff Steve Walsh Hockey. is in there as yep, well. On a absolutely. Do you think they'll do something radical? No, but yes. there's been some changes already. We'll get to this on the other side of the road. There's been a lot of administrative changes in regards to the MRO yeah. and the tribunal. There's been some curious ones that they've sent out to clubs as well as part of some proposed amendments that uh, I got sent. We might go back. Seemed some like some it. obvious ones they could have done to me straight up. Like simply said, free kick. If you have six, six and six isn't lined up, 
free kick, oh, bang. I'd agree with that. They could have done that straight away. I'm but not, I'm not sure go. why they okay. actually didn't come in and say, okay, let's do some stuff right away. Let's workshop. Yeah, let's do that now. Let's workshop some of those. one 736 And you've got a, 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 a feeling that the AFL players don't celebrate as much as they would because you've got a list of the NFL That might be my volcano for the day. <laughs> Come on, boys. Let's get a bit of personality <laughs> I knew there the was game. something you'd fire up about. <laughs> uh, we're powered by Kubota down here. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Come and say day if you're down in Lawn. The crowd building nicely for the Power Core Mountain to Surf. Back in a moment. Thank you.